Mamaji, critics of religion will often observe that religion has been the source of as much uh, suffering in the world as blessing. Is, is that because of institutionalization? I think it's because of human nature. No matter what they do, they'll beat each other's throats. Religion at least offers them a means to rise above that. It does teach love, even if its own proponents don't practice it. Certainly you find many atrocities committed in the name of religion, the Spanish Inquisition being an example, the Crusades being another. <clears throat> this thought that you have to control the way other people believe and think, this is all wrong. But if it weren't religion, it would be other things. The Nazis were saying, we're the best, and uh, that was a kind of religion with them. In a way, you can say that religion <clears throat> is whatever you believe, whether it be about God or whatever. If your belief system excludes other people's belief system, then it becomes a, a curse. You've got to have tolerance for other people's beliefs. I know it's an interesting thing. I have the belief, my belief, I don't know if I'm right, but I do believe it, that I was Alfonso X in Spain. And I was in Castilla a couple of years ago, and a, a tour guide was talking to me and telling me about the son of Alfonso X, was more broad-minded because he made friends with the Moors, and Alfonso was trying to drive the Moors out of Spain. Well, I don't call that broad-minded not to have beliefs. I think that Alfonso was right as long as he thought that the Moors were trying to, to conquer Christianity, then he had to defend that. But on the other hand, um, you have to defend your beliefs. If someone were to attack the character of my own mother, I would defend her. I might not come to blows because I don't think hitting anybody will prove anything. I think dueling with people is absurd. What point does it prove if you're a better swordsman than the other person? Nothing. But to defend her by saying that I, I know things about her you don't know, and I know she was a great woman, this would be right. So we should be loyal to our own. We should be loyal to our country. This too is a kind of religion, but whatever God and life gives you, you should be loyal to that. But loyalty does not mean suppressing other people. You have to reach that point of maturity where you can relate to other people's realities also. Swamiji, going forward into the future, will institutions become more important, less important? I think they're going to become less important. I think people, we're living in an age of energy. Institutions are a way of trying to fix beliefs in a system. I think we've come out of that age, Kali Yuga, in which we see everything as solid. That means we'll have to get away from dogmatism, from fixed forms, fixed beliefs. We'll have to understand that un the truth itself is a fluid thing. There is more truth, more joy, and less truth and less joy, more love, less love, and so on. So truth is a fluid thing. We will have to come to the point where religion becomes defined in terms of self-realization. I often say to people, I'm not interested in converting you to anything except your own higher self.
and I'm interested in helping you to do it in ways that you can understand. I think in truth, there's many types of Christianity as there are Christians. We outwardly try to define them, but really our human understanding has to be based on what we have lived. And according to our life, that is our understanding. Swamiji, we uh, group together in groups of people who think in, in like ways. Is, it seems that that's a help because it strengthens the, the energy of each individual. If you're thinking in the right way, but if your friends are drinking buddies, then they will strengthen you in the wrong way. Yeah, I was meaning spiritual institutions. Yes, but again, if I mixed with spiritually dogmatic people, I would tend to be more dogmatic. I think maybe I'm beyond that now, but one tends to be as his companions are. So mix with people who have genuine love, genuine love for God, love for the fellow man, and always ask yourself the question, is this person right in himself? Is he right because I want him to be right? Or is he really right? Truth should be your guide. For people who are coming on to the spiritual path, can they find those right companions through books or through... Well, in the beginning they'll find it through books, but what, what I think is especially useful in a community like Ananda... Well, we have nine communities uh, of Ananda in, in the world, but they've also inspired other communities. And I think what's especially helpful in that is that in the world, you meet people, then you leave them. You move away, they move away. Um, in a community, you get to see the same people day after day for many years. And you see people who come who think in terms of what's in it for me. And you see people who come and think, how can I be helpful to others? You see people with attitudes, and in the world you don't get time to see whether those attitudes work or don't work. Whereas in a community, because you live with the same people over many years, you begin to see certain attitudes give happiness. Certain attitudes produce misery, produce tension, produce unhappiness. So in that, I think community can be very helpful, but we should always think for ourselves. And uh, that means always we should be, that's why I think the theme song of Ananda, in a sense, we have one is, many hands make a miracle, but the other is, walk like a man even though you walk alone. We have to, it's based on a Bengali song of Tagore, Ekalachalo, go on. Go on alone. We need to know in ourselves what is true and what is not true and not accept our values because other people tell us. I know my brother, my youngest brother Dick, wrote an autobiography and in that he said something to the effect that uh, I didn't even ask my father for permission to go to Yogananda. Well, my discrimination had brought me to the point where I absolutely rejected my father's values. I did not want money. I did not want a job. I did not want anything that he wanted for me. And I had to go my way. My brother went his way. I went my way. He thinks, says he's happy. I know I'm happy. <laughs> Swamiji, you talk about the communities where you get to see people over many, many mm. years. 
and learn from uh, what you see. The flip side of that could be that uh, people become co compartmentalized, sort of you know what this person is like, but people grow and change. How does your community deal with that? Well, I, I don't compartmentalize anybody. Um, I try to find what will give people, because I've made these communities, therefore I'm in charge. But I try to think of in terms of what will help these people to find fulfillment, not in terms of what I want from them. And another principle that we have in Sanskrit, it's yata dharma jaya. Where there is right action there is victory, success, fulfillment of all kinds. Mamaji, going back to the point about your father, um, <clears throat> does that imply that the Ten Commandments are sort of training wheels? You have to, Jesus said, who is my father and mother and brother and sister, save he who loves God. So if they help you in your love for God, honor them. Honor them in any case. I was talking to my father once and he said, I think you ought to respect my opinion. I said, I do respect it as an opinion, but I have my own truths. And so we have to say that even the, tenth, the Ten Commandments, we must honor our parents because that's our source. You know, one time, Dr. Lewis and Yogananda were walking down the street and they saw a man with a club foot. And Dr. Lewis said to Yogananda, why was he born with a club foot? Yogananda said because in his last life he kicked his mother. Mm -hmm. Mother is the source of your life. But your, the final mother is, is the divine mother. And so your final, you must honor your mother as an expression of God. In India, they say that the wife should honor the husband, not just for the sake of the husband, but as an expression of the divine male principle. And the husband should honor the wife, not just as his wife, but, but as an expression of the divine mother aspect of God. And so in everything, we should see God behind that. And that is finally that to which we should give our honor. We should honor everything as channels of God. Otherwise, you, your father is in delusion. You, you honor him, you follow him. You, he was a drunkard, you become a drunkard. That doesn't do, do the right thing. Truth has to be your God. Swamiji, how is a saint created in religion, a true saint? Well, in the Catholic Church, I, I think that the saints have become saints often in spite of the Church, not because of the Church. The Church has persecuted them. And Jesus said, those who will give up everything for my sake will receive persecution. And it seems to be true. I've had persecution from my own... Uh, nearest and dearest on the path. They've misunderstood me. And uh, I don't know whether... Uh, I refuse to judge them. But I know that what I'm doing is what my guru told me to do, and that is what I have to do. So, um, what did you ask me? <laughs> well, let me ask it a different way. Can a, can a saint be created in a false religion, in a, in a religion that doesn't... Yes, I think so. If they love the God behind everything, Religion is only an outward garb, who you are in your heart. Jesus said, 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall find, they shall see God. He didn't say, blessed are the Catholics or the Baptists, or he didn't even say, blessed are my disciples. What is purity of heart? It means to have no desire except God. And when you, whatever your outward religion, if that is your, your goal, then you have God and you are a saint. So in, in, uh, among uh, headhunters or anything, if there is one person who doesn't want to hurt anybody and only thinks of other people's welfare, he may be ostracized by his own tribe, but he will be at least on the road to sainthood. So I think that the main thing is that we not worry about the mores of the society we live in, that we think in terms of our own highest ideal and what is right and true according to our own consciousness, what will lead us to greater bliss.